Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network, the author of Appointed, and a premier contributor for The Blaze. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you out there? Happy New Year. Can what? 2017. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I am, um, man, I have so many, so much to look forward to in 2017. I trust that you had an awesome Christmas uh, last week. I It's kind of cool this year that our shows are airing on Christmas. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I trust that you had a, a very, a very, very good Christmas with your family and friends And um, I know that we definitely did. It's always happy, merry, lots of laughter. There's lots of crazy games out this year. The one with the plastic thing in your mouth, that's weird, but super, super funny. It makes everyone look totally gross. Um, So I'm sure that maybe you guys played that. Some our friends play cards and, you know, they play cards and. You know, they get mad at each other. My family, personally, um, we're not mature enough to play Monopoly because even though we are adults and have children of our own, we always, you know, when it comes down to those, when everyone owns the properties and the hotels and you land on like boardwalk and with a hotel and you have to mortgage everything. It just is not good for anyone spiritually. Okay. It's just not a good spiritual situation. So uh, my family, personally, uh, my kids wanted to play Monopoly this holiday season. And we said, no, we're dad and I are not mature enough to handle it. But I trust that you had a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, Looking to the new year. There's a lot to look forward to. Um, I know personally, you know, we I, I always take this this year and kind of look back on the successes of the last year, um, the failures of the last year, because a failure is a success if you learn from the failure. And um, I, I, I have long since stopped discounting uh, the fails that I've made in my life because, um, man, in every failure, there's a lesson, which is a great success. Anyway, um, I definitely will take time today to look at um, what God has brought us through, what we have overcome, the challenges that we faced and give him the glory for last year. I feel like we need to celebrate the year behind us and look to the year in front of us um, with just incredible promise. Um, I am new here on the air before we get into our our text today. I'm new here on the air at this time slot. I've actually been on uh, this station now for a while, and uh, we actually announced last year that we were starting a show on the station. Um, But I'm new here on Sundays at 2 p.m., and, uh, you know, I just uh, ask you to, to reach out. We love to hear from you, my staff, my team. We love to hear your prayer request. We want to know who you are. We're not people that are out aloof. Listen, we're real people too. And we want to know exactly who you are, where you come from. Did you like the show? Did you not like the show? Um, do you have a suggestion about a show? 
I love to engage with the people that listen. So you can look us up, um, look me up specifically on uh, Facebook. Uh, that's where most of my traffic is. It's super hopping with lots of quotes and lots of videos and all that kind of stuff. You also can look me up on Instagram. I do a lot on Instagram lately. I've definitely picked that up. Don't do a ton on Twitter, but you can follow me there. Um, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles, everything. Uh, we. I also started a ministry. It's called The Blush Network. We have multiple um, outlets that you can reach us on as well with The Blush Network, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, you know, those are the main ones that we sort of utilize. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. I also just want to kind of make a couple of announcements about the new year in Dallas, January 12th at the Laughing Willow, which is in um, Bishop Arts. Uh, we are going to house a society group. Now, my uh, my listeners, when I had the daily show, they knew the society group was going to come once a month. But this is a, a opportunity for me to get to know you. I'll definitely be there. I'll be uh, preaching, speaking. Um, we'll have worship. We'll have just an awesome time of togetherness. And, uh, you know, it has been such a beautiful thing to watch uh, these groups not only start, but uh, grow, develop. We now have them all over the country um, that meet once a month. So um, I would love to see you there January 12th, 7 p.m. at the Laughing Willow. If you have any questions about that, you can email Amanda at autumnmiles.com. We would absolutely love for you to attend. Um, so it's January 1st. I... I the new year brings uh, so much promise, so much opportunity. I love looking at the new year with, um, it's untainted. Do you know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't, we haven't made a mistake yet. <laughs> uh, we, we, no mistakes. We haven't done anything wrong. It's fresh. It's like a fresh palette in front of us, like a crisp white piece of paper that doesn't have a mark on it yet. We are looking at 12 months of opportunity. Not of depression or disappointment. We're looking at our life at 12 months of opportunity if God so chooses to give us those 12 months. It's a beautiful, clean slate. But one of the things that I absolutely hate is a New Year's resolution. I'm that person who, you know, well, I know a lot of people make it. You know, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. Um, you know, this is the year I'm going to stop cussing. Okay, congratulations. You should have done that when you realized you had a cussing problem. This is the year that, you know, I'm going to stop looking at porn. This is the year I'm going to start that business. This is the year I'm going to start tithing. I'm going to start today. Um, and you know, there's a lot of talk about resolutions around new year. I absolutely hate them. I don't think I've kept one new year's resolution in my entire life. I, I, I'd start with good intentions. You know, I, I, I start really wanting to, uh, be successful at what I'm choosing to do, but why in the world would I wait until New Year's if God has illuminated something to me that I need to change? So I, I, I completely hate them. This is another thing that we do. I have 15 things that I need to change. 
And we'll make a list, a New Year's resolutions list, you know, lose the 10 pounds, quit cussing, quit smoking, quit drinking, um, whatever they are. And here we have this huge list. And already we are um, setting ourselves up for massive, incredible failure. How are you going to keep up with 15 things ever for two days. I, I mean, I can't keep up with 15 things for two hours, much less, you know, 12 months. Why do we think if we have had issues changing things in 2016 that we are going to all of a sudden be fixed and be able to change them in 27? I'm not trying to be negative here, but I just want to I want to set you up for my point. Most people get a few weeks in and they change their mind and they give up on their resolutions. So. I want you guys today to start not, not, I'm going to do, I'm going to fix 10 things. I want you to start making a life of resolution with resolute thinking. Uh, maybe you have 15 things that you need fixed, but you're in your life, but you're not going to make a re- resolution because you don't have to. You have a resolute mindset. This means, and let let me just say, rather than, you know, making, changing all these things, just change your way of thinking. God, in June, if you tell me to lose 20 pounds, I'm going to do it. God actually told me that a couple of years ago, um, which is not something that you ever want to hear from God. Um, But I remember um, I was running really, really hard and fast towards God's dreams for my life. And I was noticing myself getting sluggish. I have all these kids, all this kind of stuff. And God specifically said, listen, you need to lose 20 pounds. Now for a woman, you would want to crawl in a hole when you hear, heard that. But when I heard it, it wasn't in a you're ugly and fat way. It was in a I know what's best for you way. And so I did. I actually did it and it was, and I hated every, every piece of it. But as soon as I heard it, I think it was in September a few years ago. As soon as I heard it, I did it. I didn't wait. I didn't question him. I did it. Resolute thinking, constantly thinking of things that you can resolve in your life, constantly thinking, man, I want to get better because we say it off for new year's day. We're going to crash and burn and you know, you're going to be depressed. And that's why I think January is the most depressing month. If God tells you and convicts your heart, stop the gossip, stop the negativity, stop the lying. That needs to be the thing in the moment. If it's March, April, May that you choose. So don't, don't start off with a, I am going to have 15. You see what I'm saying? Choose today to live a life of resolution. When I did this, um, you know, the, my whole mindset changed. Um, you know, I know that there's something about the new year that motivates us, um, and challenges us. And it's exciting to see the purposes and, and things like that. But I want you to be successful in, uh, your resolutions, if in your plans for this year, I want you to actually stop smoking. I want you to, to actually stop sinning. I want you to live a life that is, um, resolute. The Bible challenges our thinking every single day. Um, not just one day a year. You know, I, I love to open the word of God and every time I open its pages, 
it challenges me to change. When God tells us to change something, that's when we should move forward with action. Um, You have resolutions for yourself, but God may have even more for you. Now, here's the thing that we kind of talked about a little bit last week. We have this idea for a man plans his way, but God directs his steps. Okay, just goes back to that verse. What if God's resolutions for you supersede your own? Like we talked about last week with Mary and the baby and how she would have probably been super fine and happy and okay with having a baby uh, by itself. And when God intervened, he said, not only are you going to have a baby, you're going to carry the Christ child. I want you to broaden your horizons um, today because God has goals for you to meet written out before you were ever born in every detail of your life. He already has this year lined up. He's already looking at it and he knows the failures, the successes. He knows the challenges. He knows the celebrations that you're going to, he has already seen it. And so I want you today to look at your year with a couple of mindsets. Number one, I'm going to live resolute. I'm going to live with a mindset of if God convicts me of something, I'm going to change it. And let's, let's let it be God and not man. And a lot of times, you know, we have plans and we, we want to lose, you know, 300 pounds. Um, but what if God doesn't, that's, that's not the thing that God wants to work on. Okay. If you need to lose 300 pounds, clearly you need to do something about it. But what if God has something different for us? Think higher than you seek God for what, what, what are some result? What are some things that I need to work on in my life? You seek God for them. Don't come up with them on your own because that is the way that these things are going to be successful. When we take what we want to do and we factor God out of it, they do not sustain. But I'll tell you what does sustain when God comes upon us And he gives us a clear directive and he says, my grace is going to sustain you. My grace is going to make you victorious. My power, my might go with you. It's those things that are so incredibly prosperous, not the man stuff, the God stuff that is so incredibly prosperous. So why would we waste our thinking on the things that we want to do? Maybe some things you want to change, you want to change, but God actually thinks are okay. Um, What I just said with losing the weight, move on to greater things. I want to just take a minute and go to the scripture in Deuteronomy 11. Now, the Israelites were about ready to go into uh, the promised land. Deuteronomy 11, I'm going to pick it up in, let's just read verse one. You shall therefore love the Lord your God always. This would be a reward for their obedience. Always keeping his charge, his statutes, his his ordinances, his commandments. Know this day that I'm not speaking with your sons who have not known and who are not seen, have not seen the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm, his signs, his works, 
which he did in the midst of Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt and all the land and what he did to Egypt's army, to its horses and its chariots. When he made the water of the Red Sea to engulf them while they were pursuing you, the Lord completely destroyed them and what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place. Now, this is exactly what um, what this text is saying here. He said, I'm not talking to your sons. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those people. And this is what I say, said at the beginning of the um, of the show. I look back on my year and I see what God has done, has let me accomplish, has done on my behalf, has worked when I didn't think he was working. The things that I were nervous about, he had under his control. God is reminding uh, the, the, the adults of, of the nation of Israel. Listen, look back to see what I've done. I've, I've did, I did all these signs and wonders. I led you out of Egypt. I, um, pushed back the Red Sea, uh, to engulf the Egyptians while they were pursuing you. And the Lord completely destroyed them. Take a minute. I know we talked, we, we talked about, take a minute and just, what did God do for you last year? That same God is going with you into the next year. Verse five, and what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place, what he did at Dathan and Abaran, the sons of Eliab, the sons of Reuben, when the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed them, their households, their tents, every living thing that followed them among Israel. You see how God, you see what I did? God saying, you see how I defeated things on your behalf? You see how I was working? Do you see all the stuff that I am capable of? Do you remember? Can you take a minute and remember who I am and how powerful I am and what I have done on your behalf? But your own eyes have seen all the great work of the Lord, which he did. You shall therefore, looking forward to the promised land, keep every commandment which I am commanding you today so that you may be strong and go into the land into which you are about to cross and possess. He's saying, listen, I, I, I wanted to remind you of all of those things so that you would remember going into the land that I am basically uh, the same God. Keep all of my commandments. Get in your word. Keep the things that God is telling you. Abide in his word. Attach yourself to my vine. Stay attached Um to my nutrition source for you. Don't sway from it when you're looking into this new adventure. Stick close to it so that you may prolong your days on the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them and to their descendants, a land flowing of milk and honey. He, he is saying, listen, it's, it's going to be rich, this new land, this new year. There's going to be lots of opportunity. I want to bless you in this new year. And for this case, this new land for the land into which you are entering to possess. It's not like the land of Egypt. It's not not going to be like 2016 guys, which you came from where you used to sow your seed and water it with your foot like a vegetable garden. But the land into which you are about to cross to possess a land of hills and valleys drinks water from the rain of heaven, a land for which 
The Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning, even to the end of the year. There's so many things that we could uh, talk about, but I just want to continue to reiterate this point. He says, yeah, you're looking at something new. You're looking at some new ground. Scary. You don't know what's in it. But you do know who's brought you through the last year. And that same God, even though you're looking at something that's new, that's fresh, that same God's going to bring you through this next year. And he wants to bless you. It's something that there is a land flowing in milk and honey here. Um, There is great promise in this new land, in this new year. There are great things um, to accomplish in this new year. But he also says it's a land of hills and valleys. Um, Understand that this next year, it's not all going to be wonderful. But if you live a resolute life, fixing yourself when the Holy Spirit convicts, growing continually in him, it's going to be a lot easier um, to get through those valleys And it's going to be a lot easier not to get prideful when we have those hills. A land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning, even to the end of of the year. Let me just encourage you with this. Some of you guys had a really rocky 2016. And, you know, God even knew in 2016 facing it, he knew that it was going to be tough. He knew that even 2016 was going to be full of valleys and hills. But that doesn't mean that God didn't allow those things to grow you. Take those lessons that you've learned in 2016 and transfer them over to 2017. There are 12 months of possibility. And God cares for every single month. You know, sometimes um, you think that uh, it's hard. It's hard to see God in a situation. It's hard to see God in your future. But he definitely completely tells, especially from this text, his eyes are always on it. The, the the opportunities of this year, his eye, they've passed through a God that sees that when opportunity meets you physically, you can step into it. You don't have to worry. Okay. Was, did God actually think about this? Do I need to, um, do I need to analyze this to death? God sees already in 2017 when opportunity meets yourself and maybe meet some insecurity and some doubt and some fear. Understand that God's already looked at this year. He's already cared for it. His eyes are already on it. When you have a trial that comes up this next year and you think, man, I just can't get past this. What am I going to do? God's forsaken me. <clears throat> Go back to this text in Deuteronomy 11, 11 and 12 and say, no, no, no. God's already cared for this year. He's already seen this financial need. He's already proved himself mighty in 2016, especially according to this text. And he's going to do the same thing for me in 2017. His eyes are already there. He's already lived it. He's already seen it. He's already seen what he can do through you this year. That should bring you incredible, incredible comfort. God's watching and caring. So 
because we know that God is watching and caring, you can very specifically focus on living a life of resolution, living a life. God, what do I need to fix? I'm going to fix it now. I'm going to, I'm just going to pray for a couple of minutes for you guys for this new year. Um, this is how we need to start our year. And let's just, um, let's just go to the Lord in prayer for your year and for mine. Lord, we, we love you, Lord. And God, we thank you that you are the God that continually looks ahead. But God, with that view in mind, you've looked behind. You've prepared us for what's ahead, being hill or valley. God, I pray that looking to 2017, all that are listening um, today would be encouraged by the fact that they don't have to worry about accepting the opportunity. They don't have to worry about the trial because it has passed through a God that sees that they are ready to handle it with your help. Lord, I pray that looking to 2017 would be a great hope bring great peace, bring great encouragement to the listeners. God, I pray that you would do something this year that would blow the listener's mind. God, I pray for prayers answered for those wayward children, Lord, um, for those, uh, those things that we want to accomplish, our heart's desires, Lord, I pray that you would bless us um, according to your goodness, Lord. I pray that you would um, forge us forward in our faith, Lord. I pray that at the end of 2017, we don't look like we do at the beginning of 2017, Lord. I pray that we would receive um, the education that is no doubt found in you uh, this year. Lord, I pray for just a greater understanding of you to all who are listening. And God, I pray that everyone listening would live in 2017, a resolute life, a life of resolution. God, you want me to fix it? I'll do it. God, I pray that you would convict us and let us listen when we need conviction, Lord, and let us change and act upon it. Lord, we thank you for even having the opportunity to look at this year with promise. Thank you for being good. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week right here on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener-supported, and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on Christian Talk Radio, The Word, 100.7 FM.